grandma and me and some of your aunts would like to come to Night of Hope. And I was like, you come on. Yeah. You don't need my permission. No. It's, it's a free concert event. <laughs> That's right. I mean, August 11th, Crossings yeah. Community Church here in Oklahoma City. So we got Josh Baldwin. Yeah. Bethel worship artist who probably his biggest song is Stand in, Stand in My Love. Stand in Your Love. Stand in Your Love, yeah. Um, he has a bunch of other ones that I love as well. You Deserve It All, a lot of other ones. He'll be great. You've got, I, re- I recommend See the Light. Yes, that's right. Um, he actually, one of his songs says Hope is Alive in it. That's, yeah, that's the, the one? That's okay. the one, yeah. Yeah, so that's, where, <laughs> that's probably where God was leading me, why, why we, we went that direction. And then this young man named Tim Tebow. Tim He's Tebow. coming. I think I've heard of Tim Tebow. Yes, on uh, August 11th. And so to get to see him free... Um, to take, be able to be a part of this experience, I think people um, are going to really love and be very glad that they came. Yeah, It's August 11th. I've been saying it all day long for those that are listening on the social medias. If you are a youth minister or a pastor or somebody that um, has a, a student, you know, some, a teacher, this is a great event to bring students to. It's a great ab- event to bring your small group to, yeah. uh, to maybe some folks from your department or your team at work. Uh, grab some neighbors. Come mm-hmm. on a date night. I mean, it's it's going to be a, an unbelievable yeah. night and unbelievable experience. You're going to want to come August 11th. And like I said on the last episode, for those of you that have been listening, it's just a fun concert experience. Yes, you get some great words from our uh, keynote speaker, Tim Tebow. Yes, you get some wonderful uh, words from our founders, Lance and Allison Lang. But you can just be yourself, break free, worship, and yeah. just enjoy yourself. Yeah, probably one of the most free environments to worship you'll have all year round. Yeah. And um, it's just, it's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. As the kids that, say. That is that is a I word. I think. I don't know. Yeah. We'll go with the fact that it is because we've said it a few times. So welcome back to the Hope Dealers podcast coming to you live from the Hope is Alive studios. So excited to be here back with Lance Lang. Today we are talking about year five. That's right. 2017. Um, last week and the last year we talked about was um, really, you know, the first inspiring lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, Night of Hope out in Weatherford. Yep. Um, a lot of firsts, though. A lot of you know seeds coming in. That's right. Um, and like we've said along the way, there's a lot of firsts in these early years, which is pretty exciting. Um, one, you know, we'll jump off right here. This year, we go to Tulsa in 2017. Yeah, first big step outside of Oklahoma City. Yes. Yeah, and so I, I think at this point in our our history, we had Ali had come on board. We'd established what a program would look like. We had four men's homes, two women's homes. Um, we were beginning to think about what it could look like to expand to other cities. Quite frankly, we had gotten a lot of calls, a lot of interest from places um, on how to do it and different models that we could we could approach. But we really wanted it to be just like we, what we'd created in Oklahoma City, but in another place. And yeah. so I think, you know, for us, people always ask me, what, what makes you ready to go to another place? What are you looking for? What are the things that you need to expand? And it's a combination of, of two things, mainly uh, finances, right? Some sure. kind of partner that's willing to help uh, fundraise for us, uh, put their name to it, write a check, any of those kind of things. But but even more than that, it's leadership development. Mm-hmm. We have to have the right leaders ready to go. And I there's a young man at, at the time who was on our team. De- Devin Arnold was his name. He's a fantastic staff member. And he was ready to go. Yeah. He was from Tulsa. He was willing to take that step. And it might not seem like a big thing today to expand to a new city in the Hope is Alive universe, but at this point in time... That's a big deal. Being away from the whole family, the whole thing, the whole core operations was a big step. Yeah. And so he was willing to do that, and so applaud him and honor him and thank him 
uh, for that willingness. And, and it taught us a whole lot about how we do what we do. Of course, you don't know how much um, you're not doing right or the areas that you need to improve or your blind spots until you take a step to expand what mm. you're doing in another city, in another location. And a lot of times what works in one city is not going to work in another city. But we've tried to do our very best from that point forward to streamline our services and, and, it, and to think about if we add something somewhere else, will it work everywhere else? Right. <laughs> and, and that has to work. You know, you can't just add something for Claremore and it doesn't, you can't, you know, it doesn't work in North Carolina. Yeah. And, and that was, those were the beginning days of what was happening in Oklahoma City and Tulsa taught us all that. Absolutely. And you said, you know, streamlining it and trying to do the same thing consistently across the board. I think that's a very exciting first for us because, you know, we talked about in the previous episodes how you got a few houses in Oklahoma City that brag on a bro is taking place across these three places and the same stuff is going on now on Sunday nights. The same thing that's happening in Oklahoma City is happening an hour and a half yeah. down the road in Tulsa. Yeah, we were really working culturally with the leadership coach at that time um, to make sure that our culture transferred. Yeah. And that the language that we use transferred. The the feel, the look, uh, the vibe. I always say culture mm-hmm. is a vibe, yeah. right? What's the vibe of the place? And that had to transfer, and we were really testing all of this with this first house Absolutely. in Tulsa. And there's four out there now that's, today. That's today. right. That's right. Two men's, two women's. Two men's, two women's. So really it's like the second biggest market next to Oklahoma City. Um, I know that we – it's really, you know, a, a fun, fun place for our, all of our events. Yep. You know, there's been a lot of uh, wonderful – fruit bared from Tulsa. Yeah, well, I'm from Pryor, which is right yeah. down the road from Tulsa. So Tulsa was the big city for me growing up. And so it felt like coming home. Obviously, we had a lot of momentum built in, a lot of relationships, a lot of church partnerships that we're, that we're ready to to uh, get going with. And and just shout out to Bubba Bertram because he's the guy who uh, let us rent his house first yeah. um, there in Broken Arrow for the first Tulsa men's home. So it takes people. It takes people buying in, um, seeing the fruits of the program, um, and people taking a risk and taking a chance. But that first step outside of Oklahoma City was a big one, and it showed us that we could do it. It gave us the confidence. Um, also helped us fail. I mean, you got to fail. Sure. you, you got to try some things and let them not work. And so we, we messed up on some stuff. We did some stuff wrong. We, we didn't always know exactly what we were doing in this way and that way. But going out there, taking a risk, putting ourselves out there, helped us to realize those blind spots. We tried to course correct very quickly, and that gave us the momentum to do what we did later on that year, yeah. uh, which was open the first women's home in Tulsa. So two homes in the same year, brand new market. Hope is alive. I would say it's just things are clicking on all cylinders. It's working. It is working. And every, anytime you, you expand to a new area, you begin to realize the things that you that you don't know that you need. Mm-hmm. And so those are kind of central office services, communication tools, software uh, more meeting schedules, all those kind of things that are really boring for listeners. But at the end of the day, yeah. like, these are the, the, the groundbreaking uh, good old days, if you will, the foundation building days of Hope is Alive. Love that. And there was a time, if I remember correctly, because you know, we do a culture night um, once a quarter. It used to be once a month. There was a time when Tulsa had its own culture night, if I remember correctly. That's right. They started coming over here. Yeah. And then again, we learned that, hey, you know, that they, they're big enough to have their own yeah. things. And so... Um, they made their own culture night, and Allie and I would go over there. It'd be mm-hmm. the second month, second Sunday of the month second. instead of the first Sunday. <laughs> um, just a lot of, I think, just to anybody that's trying to start something, uh, build something, you just got to try everything right. you can think of, and mm-hmm. you know that it's not always going to perfectly work out. But try it, um, see what's not working, 
uh, enhance it, correct it quickly. Don't get too attached to it, and and God will show you what's 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 the right thing to do. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, having a little tightening issue. There we go. Okay. So another first, twenty seventeen. Um, the sobriety sprint. Yeah. Um, for those of you listening out there, we've got a our next sobriety sprint's coming up September thirtieth of 2023. Oklahoma City, Weatherford, Tulsa, Wichita. Uh Uh-huh. Four cities. Go to sobrietysprint.com to find out more. Um, This year is being hosted by our Finding Hope support group. Super, super excited about that. But before, you know, before we go on (laughs) asking you guys to come to that one, as we talk firsts in 2017, talk a little bit about the origins of the TZ Memorial Sobriety Sprint. Yeah, you know, the in the name TZ, it stands for um, Tall Zach, and I'll get into that. But this this young man's name was Zach Ayers Mendez. He was a tremendous uh, young man, uh, soft uh, spirited, uh, soft spoken, um, great spirit to him, humble, kind, hardworking. Came into the program, and you know was was changing his life. Was yeah. was radically changing his life, and um, unfortunately, I, I want to say it was June sixth um, of this year when he had um, really a freak incident with his heart and, and passed away. And it was a, a real big blow in, in the Hope is Alive world and, and lost someone that everyone loved. Yeah. And it was heartbreaking and hard to, to know how to process. And um, even in those days as a leader, it was tough. You had to kind of step into moments that you weren't really prepared for. I had never envisioned you know, doing uh, leading a funeral. Um, I never envisioned you know being in a hospital room when, when you hear those kind of news and those kind of things and being with the family and and just kind of stepping into tough environments and just trusting God um, that he was in it because it was tough yeah um, but we loved the family so much and his parents um, Don and Mike were, were huge parts of finding hope mm-hmm. during that time and um, they were just really dear friends of ours and I'll never forget it was after a finding hope meeting a couple months later it might have even been just a, a month later after he had passed and they were so brave to still step into that support group because it's hard yeah. to, to, to rip the Band-Aid off of a wound like that and to share about it. But they were there that night, and God had already laid it on my heart that uh, this event that was on my mind um, needed to be memorialized or, or, or Zach needed to be honored throughout the event. And he was he was a runner, or he was at least attempting to run. He was trying to, to get <laughs> yeah. some running in, and so was I a little bit. We were both kind of trying to start running. And I just told him, hey, you know, I feel like I want to do a 5K and I want to call it the TZ because um, he was Tall Zach. That was his nickname. Tall and Zach. all good nicknames get truncated or, or shrunken. So from Tall Zach, it went to TZ. I, I want to do a this a 5K event and I want to do it in, in Zach's name. Wow. And um, they both, I remember right where I was, it was at our old office. They both started crying and I felt like, okay, this is God confirming this. And they were willing to do it. And so we we set out to host this 5K and to honor honor um, Zach and remember him. And what came of that was an event that not only honored Zach and, and any other person um, who was lost and he didn't lose his life due due to addiction, but we we really wanted to have an event where we did remember those who had been lost to addiction and also spur people on um, to celebrate their sobriety. And to get out and, and to push their bodies in a physical way. And I'm all about that, if you know me, and pushing yourself yeah. to, to live uh, your life to the fullest. And so that's what happened with the sobriety sprint um, in his honor. And we hosted it, I want to say it was in October of this year, because it was a little colder that first event. Actually, it was really cold that first event <laughs> that we did. And, uh, you know, just like any event that we've tried or, or anything that we've tried 
new. You just get out there and try to figure it out, yeah. you know, and you don't know how to do it all, but you just give yourself the, the grace to give yeah. it your best shot. And we had several hundred people who showed up, and I know that um, TZ was honored, and from there it started a new tradition. Yeah. And we've hosted the Sobriety Sprint every year since and have began to expand that into other cities that we are in. And to your point earlier, uh, today as we look towards September 30th of 2023, we'll host the Sobriety Sprint in four different cities and we'll see well over a thousand people attend this event, and it has really morphed into an event where uh, those that are attending our Finding Hope support groups, those that are attending our Hope After Loss support groups, which are specific support groups just for those who have lost someone due to addiction. Right. This has become an event that um, we really want to give a lot of momentum and a lot of um, energy, a lot of investment even into this event because we believe it's healing. Yeah. And it has some healing powers to it to be able to come and and to celebrate that, that person that you lost, that you loved, that you remember. I mean, to be in an environment that's going to love you and celebrate you and to lift you up. And so we're looking forward to that. And if you have somebody in your life that you've lost that you want to honor at this event, you can go to sobrietysprint.com. Sobrietysprint.com. And uh, register them. You can also, of course, register to sponsor the event, volunteer at the event, or run slash walk yes. at the event. So that's a little bit of the history. Love that. And if you don't... If running is not your thing, don't let that phase you. There's plenty of us that have run this 5K. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a family-friendly event. Yeah. We're going to have all kinds of different things, bouncy houses, you know, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> we'll have food trucks, food trucks yeah. DJ, uh, giveaway stuff. It, it's a fun Saturday morning. Yeah. And I we moved it back a month because everybody was complaining to me that it was too hot in August. <laughs> And so I guarantee you it'll be very hot in September, but we'll do it anyway. September 30th. It should actually be a nice, cool fall morning, 9 o'clock, September 30th in four different places. So if you're near any of those places, you you should come out and be a part of it. That's a little bit of the backstory. Love that. Love that. Well, what a year. A lot of firsts again. Um, Is there anything else we want to touch on before we move on to the, you know? No, I think that's good. All right, well. Lance, always a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, again, nightofhopeokc.com. Going to keep talking about it August 11th. Just come be yourself. Enjoy a nice word from Tim Tebow, from Josh Baldwin, and from the surprise guest, who by the time this comes out, I'm sure you'll have heard about. And we will see you again next time on the Hope Dealers Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>